Hi there, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas, and I want to thank you so much for being here and being a proactive parent and getting the resources that you need to help your child on their road to, on your road to recovery with them. And this is about you being educated and having the confidence and the resources that you need to do that. And uh, as a uh, twice a year, I offer a free autism recovery masterclass, and I want to make sure you know today is the first day, September 10th, that I have one starting right now, and it's it's start it's the goal is to prepare you as a parent of a child with autism with the clarity you need to recovery and the steps for optim, optimum drug-free uh, recovery, and it's all based on what I did to recover my own son. And it's about improved communication, a healthier immune system, better sleep, increased ability to focus and learn, especially in a classroom and get better grades, improve their digestion and their overall health and their moods and their ability to, to stay calm. And so this is all starting right now. Again, it's a free masterclass and you can register right now at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash masterclass. And I built that for you, so please take advantage of it and feel free to share it with anybody you know who could also uh, benefit from the information as well. And today we have a special guest with us, and his name is Al Lauren, and our subject today is on the benefits of martial arts for autism. Now, my own son, uh, when uh, back when he still had his symptoms of, of autism, he did extremely well with martial arts. He made it up to uh, brown belt, and uh, I know personally the the benefits of seeing the the transformation that was that happened for him and the confidence builder. And I've looked and in, in, uh, did some research, and some studies came up that show that autism is actually helpful in building motor skill, or, or martial arts is actually helpful in building motor skills, and um, and their confidence level as well. So, and I'll link to everything at today's show notes uh, at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash fifty three. And uh, Al Lauren is a sensei who is with us today, and he is uh, has taught children he teaches children starting at age three but he's taught over 300,000 classes in 20 years he instructs kids teens adults and seniors and also does significant work with autism and other physically challenged children and in 1986 he was a national champion of karate he has his uh, his classes are taught in the San Francisco and Bay Area and Marin County, which is also the San Francisco Bay Area. So, uh, and I will link again to uh, Al's resources as well on the show notes page. But um, Al, thank you so much for being here with us today. I appreciate your help. This is a kind of a, a fun topic to get into. Absolutely, I'm glad to be here with everyone. Uh, it's a real. Uh, honor and uh, blessing for me to be here and speaking with all your all of your audience and how long have you been working with kids and teens and, and young adults with autism i have been working with uh, that demographic for um about 27 years 1992 i believe was my first exposure i started my business um, full-time here in the Bay Area, predominantly Marin County in 1991, and about a year after um, I was working full-time teaching martial arts and Tai Chi, as you had mentioned, I um, got involved in working with um, 
children with special needs, and I don't even believe that it was at that time, uh, 27 years ago, it was defined or explained to me as autism, and uh, it, and I've been going ever since, and have expanded, uh, of course, in 27 years, my market quite a bit, and uh, the demographic of working and being exposed to, uh, like you said, kids, teens, and young adults uh, under that umbrella. And it must be interesting, especially 27 years ago when, you know, autism wasn't as prevalent, but also there weren't, there wasn't as much knowledge as possibly how to work with them. And maybe that was a benefit to you. Maybe it didn't, you know, create, have you look into some way that you think you should be teaching with them because that's what some, you know, things you read. Maybe you, you obviously integrated your own, your own ideas into how to work with these children. So can you give us a little background on that and what you found successful? Yeah, well, um, it was definitely different than my mainstream. And uh, from I had gotten, uh, I was, I'll actually tell a little um, background like you asked a story about how I got involved. I was teaching at my school, my, uh, my dojo at the time, and uh, I was working with um, one of my students' uh, mom was an occupational therapist. And so I'd gotten a call from her, and, a- and she asked me if I'd be interested in working with uh, two boys who were nine years old, who um, I, it's been so long, uh, had some special needs, let's say. And uh, like I said, I don't even believe she said autism. And uh, would I be interested in working with them privately? And I said, absolutely. And I started working with these boys two on one, both of them and myself. And um, I just, yeah, I, I had a tailor uh, my needs or their needs actually to um, their specific physicality and mentality and the way they moved and the way they proceeded. And, uh, you know, I immediately had to uh, develop a sensitivity for um, their personalities, uh, both um, personality-wise and physical-wise. And uh, I, that was my first exposure to working in this uh, area. And um, actually, to tell you the truth, the... Um, one of the boys who was nine, who I started with in 1992, is still with me, and I'm still working with him privately. So he's been with me for 27 years. He's now 35 years old, and um, he's in a life house situation, independent living, and I'm still seeing him once a week, one-on-one. So it's uh, really... <laughs> He, he's one of the, one of my longest standing students. He's now a black belt with me. He's gone through all the ranks of, uh, of training, starting white belt, yellow belt, blue belt, green belt, purple belt, three degrees of brown, and now black belt, and um, still continues to train with me at 35 years old. And I've got to say, it's been very, re- I mean, extremely rewarding for me to have such a long standing student like that and also um, for him to be training with me on his side because um, that's pretty much the only thing he's interested in other than uh, he does have a job he does work uh, several days a week um, for a limited amount of hours but um, otherwise he would be um, I think kind of glued to his um, 
to his digital world and not getting too much movement and exercise and mind-body connection. So that's that was my first beginning of um, the exposure to uh, this, this this group, this area um, that, and I've been going ever since. That is amazing. I mean, really, the the transformations that that you must have seen in this person going from a child to an adult. And then, um, like you said, staying away from the the digital and and not just living an isolated life. And I think that's what's really important, giving them the social, the emotional and the physical exercise. So, um, you know, we're going to take a short break right here. When we come back, I want to jump right back in here and um, hear more about some of the specifics of of working with these children, because I think it's really interesting. And I know how beneficial health-wise it is, like you said, both for the mind and the body. So you're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. Stay with us. We will be right back. Have you ever wondered why some children recover from their symptoms of autism while others never seem to get any better? After 13 years of research, Karen Thomas has recovered her own son from his symptoms of autism naturally. She now shares how she did it with you in her free webinar so that you can have the right resources and knowledge to help your child. The definition of recovery is to regain health. Karen offers this to you in four stages. Healing the gut, natural heavy metal detoxification, balancing the co-infections of autism, brain support, and repair. Register now for this free webinar to help you know what you can do to help your child to sleep better, be more calm, improve focus, and reach their fullest potential to live a happy, healthy life. Go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop. Empowering parents with the resources to naturally recover autism from Hi there, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas, and today we are talking with Sensei Al Lauren about the benefits of martial arts with autism. And before the break, we were talking about, uh, Al, you had mentioned that you've been working with one boy since he was nine years old. Today, he is 35 years old. He's a black belt. And about the benefits of the social engagement, because otherwise our kids often do tend to isolate themselves and they get so locked into the digital and social environments can be really challenging for them. And so sometimes I think they they just become introverted and they stay away from it because it's honestly, I think, easier, but then they get really isolated, which um, kind of makes them even more introverted. So this this sounds so positive. Can you give us some some background about you know some of those years and the changes you saw in this boy and and how you worked with him? Absolutely. Well, first I'd like to say is that he has become like a son to me, and um, I like to I would like to certainly think that I am definitely a uh, a role model for him. So we talk not only during our session. Uh, he opens up to me, which is a beautiful thing because he um, is not really expressive socially and personality-wise, very much keeps to himself. But with me, there's an opportunity because he knows me and he trusts me, and we've been together most of his life, that he confides in me. And I think that's really um, really key to our relationship um and and i i respect that you know it's a uh, a special thing i know when he opens up to me and shares things uh, about his life and his feelings which is very difficult for him to do that he probably 
Um, in fact, I'm sure because he's told me doesn't really open up like that to anyone else. So over the years, he knows he can trust me. He knows it's in confidentiality. And that's just been um, very special above and beyond all of the physical training, which is absolutely important uh, for him as well. But just for him to have somebody to talk to and say, hey, this is what's happening in my world. This bothers me. This feels good um, to identify that and to get some feedback and actually to uh, listen to my feedback and to take that in and to sometimes, if he chooses to, apply that to his situations that uh, he specifically mentions with me. So, um, I mean, being together for 27 years like that is, um, you know, he, he just totally feels comfortable with that. And it's a routine that he looks forward to and that I look forward to. It's on every Thursday morning. And it's been like that, I think, almost from for the whole time. Um, he knows on Thursdays I'm coming, he sets aside his time, his mind, his body, and he knows that nothing else is going on during that time. And it's just a uh, very sacred time for the both of us. So that's one benefit that I really appreciate. And I think that is very um, critical and important to him. Now, as far as the training, the actual physical training goes, um, I, over the years, have noticed um, his coordination, like you had mentioned at the beginning of your show, Karen, his motor skills are, have definitely, I mean, it's incremental and it's over a long period, but I can definitely say his balance is good. When I give him instructional information to uh, move to the left or go to the right or close his hand and fingers, he's able to integrate that from mind to body um, quite easily and quite uh, efficiently. So that's a, you know, a, one of the major features or benefits of Tai Chi being able when the mind tells the body what to do and to be able to apply that. Now he doesn't do much strength training at all, or he doesn't do any other strength training other than working with me. So I feel like his muscles have at least been able to maintain through the training so they don't atrophy because I know he's not getting a lot of other um, physical exercise. I know he's tried yoga in the past. He did not like yoga for whatever reason. And so this is something that really resonates with him and it's good for his legs. We do a lot of kicking, which is great for the balance because I'm sure that if he was not doing this type of training and lower body from the core on down to the feet, that his, um, his balance would not be what it is. And it he would already be at 35 years old into atrophying uh, some of those areas that support his body's movement and balance. So that's been extremely, um, extremely important and uh, helpful. And also, uh, Bottom line, you know, he, he walks a little bit reserved. And if he had, I, I, I actually think because of all the movement that we've done, that he could defend himself or protect his body, which is if he's out there in the world and he does go out in the world by himself, you know, he takes a bus by himself to his work and he waits at a bus station. And um, he also goes to a, uh, a mall that is like one block away where, you know, they have all kinds of stores. He goes to bookstores, he does his own shopping. And, um, you know, he's exposed to a lot of, 
random, you know, uh, out there in the public people. And I think he, he feels a little bit more confident because of that. So there are, are just, you know, countless benefits of, um, uh, of the training that we do that I see that is uh, he's taken into his life. That is amazing. I, I'm, it, it, it's, uh, it, it's really heartwarming to hear your story. I mean, it, not only the, the, the help for the coordination, the motor skills, the balance, and, and as you mentioned, muscle strength, because there is a lot of um, weak muscle tone and atrophy in these children, um, especially because, um, you know, they do tend to, to be sedentary. And it's important for a parent to be able to find something that, as you mentioned, resonates for your own child with autism, like something that they do really enjoy um, and, and and look forward to going to. And I think somebody who that they can trust, like you mentioned, Al, this boy really trusts you. He feels safe. He even confides in you. And and um, and that 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 is, you know, just so important um, that uh, that, you know, I, I commend you for what you're doing, too. And I'm, I'm thinking, too, even a person like this, you know, in the future might even be able to um, feel more confident if he could even assist you in some classes. Does does this ever happen with this boy? Absolutely. I have at one of the schools that uh, that caters to um autism here in San Rafael, California. I um, have had him assist me for, uh, in the past, um, this, unfortunately the school moved their, um, their location uh, to a different county, but uh, he was helping me in this class for two years and the other kids with autism and other uh, physical, uh, neurological concerns love this, love this boy. Oh, who's a man now? Yeah, they 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 would ask for him many times before me. So yes, I he has helped me. Right. Yeah, they can relate to him. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, you know we need to take a short break right here, but when we come back, we'll we'll jump right back into this as well. Um, I, I'm I'm loving this, and I hope the listeners are as well. Um, you're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host Karen Thomas. We're going to take a very short break there, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host Karen Thomas, and today we're talking with. Sensei Al Lauren about the benefits of martial arts for children with autism or adults with autism as well. Uh, anyone with special needs, actually. Uh, and Al, before the break, you were you were sharing how you've been working with this this one person from age nine now up to age thirty five, and he's an adult. And the benefits that you have seen in him and the changes in his life and life and actually how even some of the kids that you've worked with have been able to even assist and help out. And of course, then I'm sure the other kids in their, uh, in the classes are who with, with autism are relating to them and feel a sense of probably that security, like, okay, we're, you know, we have similarities. So what, what types of, of other work are you currently doing? I know you work with a lot of different children with autism. So maybe you could, you share more about what else you're doing. Yeah. Well, at any given time, I have, Probably each week I have five to six, maybe seven private one-on-one, like a trainer, except doing what I do with under the umbrella of, and that's quite the umbrella sometimes, as we all know, of autism um, that I'm working with one-on-one. So I've been doing that for years. I have a 
32-year-old girl that I've been working with for 16 years, who's also a black belt of mine and an excellent martial artist. And I must brag on her a little bit because she um, she works three to four days a week at a school as a as an aide, you know, an assisted aide. She has her uh, person who assists her to aid at the school at an elementary school, and she is, I mean. She's an incredible martial martial artist, and she does very well with the single one-mindedness of an activity. In this case, martial arts being pretty much the ultimate or one of the ultimate, uh, you know, single-mindedness activities that you can do that is so powerful, focusing on one thing at a time. And she's excellent at it. So I work with her privately. I have a boy that I'll see later today, and boy, he's going to be um, – turning 19 this week, who's at a college here, a local community college, who I've been working with who's seven, since seven years old, and so the last um, 12 years, and um, he has made great strides. He's a brown belt with me, um, can, can, um, started with me when he was about 45 or 50 pounds. Now he towers over me. <laughs> He's like six foot, uh, I don't know, two. And uh, a really good martial artist has come a long way with his body and his movement and his agility. And his, again, as I had mentioned with that first boy who's now 35, um, who works with me, I've become very much a role model. We celebrate uh, next week. Uh, we're having a special session because it's his birthday this week. So we go to a, a special park and train there and then we go out and have a bite to eat so it's really um enjoyable for both of us and uh he likes my music in my car when i drive him there so uh he he rocks out to some of my music so that's pretty uh, pretty cool and pretty special um i have a boy uh in a couple days that i work with who i've been working with for eight years who's going to be turning 21 in november and um he's made phenomenal. I mean, just phenomenal. I never would have thought in my wildest dreams that he's where he's at now uh, from where we started when he's 13. And like I said, in November, he'll be turning 21. Um, just a uh, remarkable beyond, uh, beyond almost words and description of how he's progressed in the training of the martial arts is a phenomenal kicker and could barely kick my pads when we first started at 12, 13 years old. And now, uh, makes a thud like he, with beautiful form and artistry, like you can't believe, which is very rewarding. Um, I have a boy who boy, he's turning into a man who's 22 that I work with on Thursdays, uh, who's been with me for about, six years now who's knocking on the door for black belt an incredible martial arts uh, practitioner again I know it but I've been really fortunate and blessed to have such phenomenal private students um, I'd like to give a shout out to all at this point to all my listeners to whoever's listening out there um, from the Bay Area who's been exposed to my training and knows me uh, I appreciate you uh, parents, I know how incredible you all are. I don't always get a chance to express it. And I just like to say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, you're all amazing. And I do get 
uh, all the work that you do. Um, I am um, currently, and I'd like to give a shout out to this, but this is uh, along the lines of what you had asked me, Karen, of um, an organization that I'm affiliated with that I love deeply and dearly called Project Awareness and Special Sports, PASS.org, and I love them dearly and the work that they do and I do classes every Friday for them I do a camp in the summer for them and they put together the group of students that I'm working with with age ranges probably from 8 to uh, 19 years old and um, we integrate all those age groups and we have a class of about 10 or 12 students and they come every Friday to my class in the uh, latter part of the afternoon, and they have made incredible strides. Um, I've been doing this uh, with this organization for about three, three and a half, four years, and um, I have a regular class from September to May with them, and then, I, like I said, I do a summer camp with them as well, and um, it's just been over-the-top rewarding for me and special and uh, it is something that I look forward to each week and my regular students have have been earning their belts and uh, I have yellow belts blue belts green belts and some brown belts and um, we have not only a fun time together but we learn and grow as teacher and students i'm learning as well and uh it, it's uh we're we're integrating our movement to get stronger to be able to defend ourselves i give them encouragement they give me encouragement and uh it's just a wonderful wonderful um class that I look, look forward to, as I said, every Friday and um, expanding upon and continuing with uh, on a weekly basis. So that's some of the work that I do that um, I am fortunate to have uh, gained a reputation here through a lot of effort. And um, I'm so appreciative of where my life is professionally and uh, to be called upon to do this type of work. Wow. And I do appreciate you giving a shout out to the parents as well, um, because it, it, it is, uh, it, it, the people with the biggest hearts I've ever seen in my life. And I started working and mentoring with parents of children with autism. So, and, and I commend you for what you're doing as well. We're going to take a very short break right here. You're listening to naturally recovering autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas. Please stay with Hi there, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas, and today we're talking with Al Lauren. He is a specialist in martial arts, a sensei, but he also specializes in working with children on the autism spectrum. And we're talking about the benefits of martial arts for children with autism. And uh, Al, you've had some phenomenal success over your, it sounds like, 27 years of working with children with autism and now into adulthood. And many of those have stayed with you that long. And um, and, and I think that that is important, too. I mean, and I'm wondering, since you've had such phenomenal success with the ki- these kids, is there any type of martial arts you might find most beneficial or liked by them or what your particular strategies are um, that gives you such great success? Well, you know, um, currently I'm uh, 
teaching a little bit of a variety of martial arts. And after, as you said, and as I said, 27 years, I kind of know, you know, it's no longer how much you throw up against the wall and what sticks, although that may be the case. I know what works. And I, I think, Karen, the uh, most important thing is getting to know your group, your uh the personalities of who I work with. So uh, if I have a class of 10 or 12 kids um, in this area, I make it my utmost priority to get to know each person's personality. And that gives me a compass to work with, even though it's collectively, I can, within that collectiveness, I can work with, each student, I know their personalities. I know how much to uh, to expect from each student, and I am able to chart the course uh, for the class as a group and for each person individually. So there's a art within the art, and I think that is so uh, critical. Knowing your your market, your students, and their personalities, and especially within the world of uh, what I'm teaching with autism, you know, it's, it's just essential to know each student because um, some can be, uh, I don't, can, can be prodded or pushed a little bit more and others, you know, have to ease the reins back, so to speak. And um, each student is very, very different. And so that has worked for some reason. And it's, you know, I really guess I can't explain it. It doesn't make these, this, uh, you know, uh, logical sense, but, uh, you know, it's not linear, but it is very, uh, rings very true, at least for me, is that I connect with them. And, you know, I don't know why or, what, you know, it's just, you know, the universe, I guess you could say, brought, brought this to me and me to them and I connect and I understand and I feel and I get where they're, where they're at many times and where they're coming from. And um, that has really helped me, um, you know, uh, infinitely in my teaching. So that's been a real asset. Now, um, more so than um, the style of martial arts, you know, a kick is a kick, a punch is a punch, and a self-defense is a, uh, is a self-defense. It's who's teaching that is the, um, the priority and the most important thing about uh, the martial arts training. So what I would say to parents out there in this far-reaching market, that uh, this audience that we have, is sit in on a class, interview the teacher, find the right teacher. It's not the martial art, it's the teacher and the way they, the presentation and the way they relate to the students is the top priority. Um, I, I can't overemphasize that. And so what I would say also is, you know, what you're looking for in an instructor, well, the things, the aforementioned, but um, connecting with the students, but also I find myself having, um, you know, patience is so important. Uh, and I know it sounds cliche, but it rings true for me. Uh, a lot of patience, um, a lot of uh, sensitivity to where, where each student is at, um, understanding that. And again, that just, you know, 
for me, that's evolved over the years, the sensitivity to the students. I didn't just step in there, like I said, in 1992 with the first students say, wow, I'm so sensitive. I understand this. No, I didn't. And, and I still continue to learn and um, be aware of, you know, how to, as I said, chart that course and to the directions that I need to go by being sensitive and to, and to be listening, to really have that ear open in that sensitive, sensitive, sensitivity ear open to these students and to really take that in and understand that. And I, I've got to say that um, if one can do that, it's a gift. And it's essential that we find people out there in the world, teachers, instructors, in my industry and in other industries, um, you, that can do that with this, um, with this population. Extremely important. And then a big word that comes up for me, and one that I, I think I um, am very partial to, because it, um, it makes me feel good, like I'm uh, making a difference, and that word is compassion. Being compassionate with all these students, no matter where they're, where they're at, how they are, what they do, how they result in my class, you know, the, the efforts that they give, compassion is so, so important in a teacher, in an instructor, in a, just all the way around. And that's why I had mentioned tying it back into um, the parents of how compassionate the p compassion that they exude. I know they're their their children, but the I'm just so uh, moved and overwhelmed by how parents rise and what they do um, with their their children um, in this area. It just is it's awe inspiring for me, and I think that's what keeps me going to uh, to exceed my teaching each day and to continue to evolve and to have that patience and sensitivity is because of the awe-inspire uh, feelings that I get by watching the family dynamic interact. And um, it, it's pretty incredible to me. So those are some of the, um, and of course, uh, Having knowledge of martial arts helps. Uh, you know, I've been a martial artist uh, most of my life, and uh, I've been a sensei for, uh, let's see, going on 32 years. So, um, and, you know, I've, I've trained all over many places. The martial arts has been wonderful for me. It's taken me many travels that um, I would not have been able to or even been exposed to many places and many people. So, um, yeah, uh, the training and knowledge is also very, very important. But the other things are extremely important in working with uh, this demographic. And a lot of that work comes from the patience, the sensitivity, and the compassion that you carry as well. And that anyone, when we have that, it comes from doing the work on our own selves, on our personal selves. And obviously, you've you've done a lot of that. And so it's it's very um, uplifting. We're going to take a short break right here. You're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas. Please. Hi there. Welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas. And today, we're talking about the benefits of martial 
martial arts with Sensei Al Lauren. And uh, I know there may be some parents out there listening that might have uh, some questions about maybe your own child and uh, or something in particular that has to do with martial arts. And um, and if, if there are any parents out there that have a, a, a question and you'd like to, to call in, we'd like to offer you to do that to ask any questions. The number is 866-451-1451. And uh, we'll go ahead and, uh, and continue, but uh, if we have some callers in, um, then uh, we'll, we'll see uh, if we can answer a couple of questions for you. So, um, Al, I'm, I'm wondering to... Um, you know, how do you, where do you see this going in the future? I mean, uh, there are more, you know, today one in 59 children are diagnosed with autism. And so as this increases and more parents have these needs and, and want to develop an independent life for their child as well, and this personal self-defense, the confidence and the, the health as well of, of the exercise and, and everything that else it gives them. Um, do you uh, do you know if there are uh, any ways that uh, any particular resources to I'm wondering about where uh, a good directory is for parents who are maybe all over the world listening in and they want to know where they could could go to as a, that might be a, a better directory to find a good sensei or person near them that might have a little bit more background with working with people with autism or special needs. Yeah, um, for sure, and that's a that. That I'm glad you asked me that, Karen, because um, you know I am so deeply um, encouraged by the results that I see in martial arts, and you know, little uh, little accomplishments are big deals, and that's what I'm looking for in my personal um, relationship with these students and in my classes and my privates. Little accomplishments and are to be encouraged and, uh, uh, and cherished. And really, because what I see is this, that with these little, you know, they're not going to, students that I work with, they're not going to do flying, jumping, flipping kicks through the air. Uh, I don't expect that. But little things like keeping your pinky closed in a fisted position when you're having difficulty doing that every time you punch. Um, and all of a sudden I see the, the pinky is part of a complete fist and the hand is completely closed. And this has been a skill that we've been working on for some time. And I just feature that and I'm so excited about that and want to let the student know how awesome that is. So what I'm going to say, and I know I'm going in a roundabout way um, answering your question about um, tying that into your question, Karen, I, I would, you know, I, I think it's so important that we acknowledge um, accomplishments with um, in with this population because um, I get so super excited when I see uh, some evolution, improvement, something, a skill that we've been working on for a period of time and all of a sudden, boom, it's there and they got it. And that is the, that is so essential for building self-esteem in this area with these students, um, pointing that out and working on these little accomplishments, which are not really little accomplishments. They're big accomplishments that may seem little and um, just featuring that. And that's how I, me, Al, personally build, try to 
build self-esteem and uh, accomplishment and achievement. So these students feel like they're, they feel that feeling of accomplishment, achievement, and those good feelings. And yes, I can do this and laying the foundation and building block for future achievement and positive accomplishment. Um, so getting back to your question that you had asked me right after this last break is I would look for and watch instructors that are understand that and are able to identify that. Now, how do you find an instructor? You know, um, if somebody here is listening from wherever they may be listening to, not in the Bay Area here or exposed to me, um, I guess the the best way to do that is what I do, and because I like to see what's around there in the world, is I Google martial arts instructors who teach autism and see what comes down from there and then hone it into the specific area geographically and um you know then and keep identifying in that regard i mean it's a beautiful thing that we have this google or these search engines that we're able to do that and there are and i can tell you this uh, there are quite a few in the area you know i'm on twitter i have a um uh, a Twitter feed anyway, um, and I see a lot of martial arts. I'm um, following a lot of martial arts instructors all over the world in the UK and South Africa, Australia, you know, the, in Canada that are teaching and working with kids with autism and other neurological and special considerations. Um, so, yeah, I would um, get on the search engine, and then I would go from there to uh, qualifying, getting more specific, and seeing if you can email. You know, a lot of these um, instructors have schools and dojos, and, um, you know, so they're easily accessible. They have websites, and go on their website and identify there and, and see what you like. And, you know, instinctively, and from the things that I had mentioned, but certainly intuitively, instinctively vibe it out and uh, see uh, how you feel after that, who, who um, stands up to the vibe that, and uh, guidelines that you're looking for. And that's how I would uh, go from there because, you know, there's so many schools. I mean, there's just literally thousands of, uh, upon thousands of, really good martial arts programs, but you got to find the right one. So finding an instructor like that is uh, yeah. how I would uh, answer that, Karen. Finding a, the right sensei is absolutely key. And I think uh, going with gut, the gut instinct as well, like doing some research on the school right. and the sensei, and then um, going with your gut instinct is key. I always promote that. And I know that parents, you know, I would say use that mother's instinct and you'll know. <laughs> then, you you know, you can always shift and change things if it didn't work out. But, of course, you want to look for one that does. If, if you can find them, that's great. Um, I'm, we're going to take another short break right here. You're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. Please... Have you ever wondered why some children recover from their symptoms of autism while others never seem to get any better? After 13 years of research, Karen Thomas has recovered her own son from his symptoms of autism naturally. She now shares how she did it with you in her free webinar so that you can have the right resources and knowledge to help your child. The definition of recovery is to regain health. 
Karen offers this to you in four stages. Healing the gut, natural heavy metal detoxification, balancing the co-infections of autism, brain support, and repair. Register now for this free webinar to help you know what you can do to help your child to sleep better, be more calm, improve focus, and reach their fullest potential to live a happy, healthy life. Go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop. Empowering parents with the resources to naturally recover autism from a mom who's done it. Hi there and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas, and I want to thank you for being here with us today. Um, We have had Sensei Al Lauren, who is a uh, martial arts specialist who also specializes in working with children with autism and has had phenomenal success. And in case you've been listening to this while you're on your morning walk or you're out driving your car or anything like that and you can't take notes, not to worry. I have I will put the links to everything we talked about, including his uh, his special awareness to special sports. Uh, link. Um, all of that will be on the show notes page I've created for you at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 53. Just the numbers 5-3. And, uh, and then um, also uh, I'll give you Al's uh, website information there and I'll, I'm going to let Al share anything here in a moment as well uh, that he has maybe some social media following you can do as well. But I also want to make sure you know that just twice a year, I offer my free Autism Recovery Masterclass, and it started today. It's going on right now, and this is to help you as a parent of a child with autism with the clarity you need and really get the optimum drug-free uh, uh, results that you can get for your child and it's based on what I did to recover my own son from his symptoms of autism and this is about their biological health and getting them well making sure they you know have uh, create better sleep improve communication uh, increase their focus and ability to learn in a classroom better digestion and ability to, to control their moods and and uh, and just be more relaxed so um, I've got this going on for you now. Please, please um, join in. You can register right now at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 50. Or I'm sorry, naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash masterclass. And um, please share it with anybody you know who would be interested. It's available and open for everyone. And again, it's going on right now. So, Al, what I'd like to do now is um, ask you just some, any any closing, anything you'd like to say in closing. And if you have, you, you mentioned you have a Twitter feed, you've got some, some website and some links that you might want to share. So, go ahead and um, share those, please. Sure. Um, I'm, uh, I have a Twitter feed. It's Al Lorne at Therapy Al. Um, I don't always... Um, tweet but I do have some current tweets and I'll probably be tweeting a little bit after this you can find me there um, you can email me at my website al at allornmartialarts.com um, and those are my phone numbers on there on my website if you care to call me and have a direct uh, conversation no matter where you are on this planet I would be more than happy to speak with you and if you ever have something you want to run by me, um, more than happy to give you the time. Uh, also, I would say to parents, keep your children physically active and engaged. 
circulation, the blood flows. It helps, as Karen had mentioned, so many things, the immune system, the brain, the mind thinking, just keep them moving and breathing. Um, and I know there's always some resistance, but if you can find a way, however that way is, um, but physical movement is critical, whether it's martial arts or just exercise in general, is extremely, extremely helpful and important. And I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Um, blessings to all of you, and I hope to do it again soon. Thank you, Al, so much for being here with us today and for what you're doing for these children and these people, these adults now as well. I, I uh, really appreciate it, as do many parents and of those, those, those people and those children themselves. So thank you again, and thank you for being here with us today. And thank you, parents, for being here and being a proactive parent, getting the resources you need, and um, staying tuned each week. We're here every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Until then, take care.